Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, 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 and welcome to another edition of the Niner Noise Podcast, part of the Fan-Sided Podcast Network. My name is Robert Morrison. I'm a contributor at NinerNoise.com, and uh, as has been the usual over the last, well, really the start to this 2022 season, it's just me here on the uh, Reaction Pod, um, hoping at some point once uh, things kind of normalize in uh, Peter uh, Peter's life that he'll be able to join me on a couple of these reaction pods, but I, I understand. Um, I just had a, a, I, I understand I was where he was, you know, about, about 10 months ago. So, um, or nine months ago or so, but, uh, um, looking forward to, to getting him in to the mix here, um, somewhere along the way. But for now, um, I will continue to hold down the fort, um, and react, uh, to the games. And this one is going to be considerably different, uh, then the last, the last pod was, um, the last reaction pod was very disappointing. Um, in a lot of ways it was, um, uh, you know, this defense is way too good and the offense wasted a perfectly good performance. Um, this team should be three and O blah, 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 blah. Um, and while I will still make the case that this team should probably be four and O, um, and the, the case continues to be that this defense is really good. Um, <clears throat> the offense showed up, uh, when it needed to, uh, in the 49ers 24 to nine victory over the Rams on Monday night football to close out week four and to run the record to two and two on the year to take over first place <laughs> for now, uh, in the two and two heavy NFC West, they, uh, get first place by, um, merit of their two and O division record, having beaten the Seahawks and now the Rams so far this year. And so that two and O record against, uh, division opponents, while the rest of the, uh, their opponents are either one on one or one one in the division. And so four weeks in at the quarter pole, uh, so to speak, the Niners roughly, obviously there's 17 games now, so it's not quite a quarter pole as it used to be. Um, the Niners sit in first place and it's a pretty good place to be. Um, I think the Seahawks are surprisingly better than people expected. I think the Rams are struggling more than people might've expected. 
I think um, probably the Cardinals are right about where we would have expected them to be. Um, and then the Niners are an enigma wrapped in a mystery, wrapped in all other kinds of things that you can think of. Um, again, a team that could very well be 4-0 and probably should be 4-0 because if they had had a, a sort of normal game situation against the Bears, I think they win that one. If the offense had showed up even a little bit against Denver um, in Week 3, they probably win that one. I'm really looking at a four and team and they're running away with the division. Um, but as is, I think they're in a pretty good position, um, heading into week five, uh, as they head to Carolina, um, near to where I, uh, live. And I'm actually excited to, uh, be able to go to the game on Sunday afternoon to, to see that, but we'll talk more about that, um, with, uh, with Peter when we do the preview pod and then they take on Atlanta in Atlanta the week after that, um, that would be what week six, um, then, um, a week seven matchup at home against the chiefs before their bye week and, um, coming not long after that. Uh, actually I think they have, um, <clears throat> actually I think they have the Rams again before the bye week. Uh, yeah, that's right. Um, so lots of exciting things to look at. So yeah, it'll be Panthers, Falcons, Chiefs, Rams, and then the bye week, um, basically splitting the the season up uh, into two pretty neat parts for the 49ers. So at this point, if they can get wins uh, against on the road against Panthers and Falcons, two teams they should beat, then uh, they're four and two uh, through six games, and you're thinking pretty good. And then maybe they split the last two, and you know they're five and three heading into their bye week, and I think you're probably feeling pretty good about things as it is. But um, that is all stuff that we'll talk about throughout the rest of the um, the podcast throughout this the season, but our point here is to talk about um, this absolute um, manhandling of the Los Angeles Rams. This is, of course, the 49ers' seventh consecutive uh, regular season victory against the Rams. Um, unfortunately, they've only lo- they've only won seven out of the last eight because um, that eighth game <laughs> was last year's NFC Championship game, where the 49ers had. Um, uh, the lead heading into the fourth quarter. Stop me if you've heard this one before. Uh, and then they weren't able to hold on to it due to some uh, some lapse, lapses on both sides of the ball. Um, and the Rams came through when they needed to. Um, but in this case, the Niners uh, are. This was a, a tale of how dominant this defense this defense is. And we'll get into some of the numbers uh, that kind of tell us a little bit more about that um, throughout the podcast today. Um, and then it's it's really about the offense doing enough, and that's sort of I think the key here. Um, in fact, I I wrote about this on Niner Noise in reaction to this game. While I think obviously the defense is the focus, um, and what the defense was able to do, and the the pressure that they put on Matthew Stafford, and these sorts of things, but the offense doing enough is really the key. And we, I mean we've talked about this already. Um, on this podcast previously, it's this, the fact that the, the Niners defense has been so successful. The offense doesn't even have to be like great. Um, they have to be pretty mediocre. Uh, you know, if they can average 17 to 20 points a game somewhere in that time, in that range, the defense is, has been so good that they're going to be able to keep, um, and stay in games. Um, as of now, the defense is allowing under nine, I think under nine and a half points per game or somewhere right around nine and a half points per game. Um, it, it's crazy. Um, the official number is that the 49ers have allowed 46 points through four games. But of course, you have to take into account that they didn't give up 
uh, two of those points to Denver and seven of the points to uh, Seattle. So that's nine points that they didn't give up. So the defense uh, is technically just the defensive unit, not including special teams or uh, safeties in this case. Um, the defense is responsible for um, 37 points in four games, which is less than four, less than 10 points per game. Um, that number, even if you look at it from the 46 number, is uh, top of the league. They've also given up the fewest amount of points in the league with 900 or yards, sorry, um, and with 938. Um, that is 3.8 yards per play allowed so far through four games. That is tops in the league um, and generally not going to get the job done for most teams. Um, they are um, first in the NFL in first downs allowed defensively uh, first in touchdown passes allowed just two um, ninth in interceptions having added uh, another to their tally um, on uh, Monday night and we'll talk about that more uh, four and a half yards allowed um, per uh, attempt net yards gained per attempt I should say that's third in the NFL and they are first in the NFL in uh, rushing yards uh, averaged attempt uh, yards per attempt allowing just 2.9 yards per attempt um, and those numbers were bolstered by this uh, by this uh, showing against the Rams um, they gave up just eight, just 57 yards on 18 carries, um, and while the the passing numbers seemed to be, uh, it, it seemed like the the, the passing numbers were going to be really high because Cooper Cup was catching the ball all day. Um, he did finish with 14 catches for 122 yards, um, and Tyler Higby 10 for 73. But beyond that, um, that was pretty much it. There was only five other completions. Excuse me, sorry, eight other completions to. Um, to receivers three of them were uh to running back daryl henderson who had three catches for 12 yards um ben scourinick scourinick um I don't, I, don't, I don't know who the guy is uh two catches for 33 yards kendall blanton one for seven and two catches for seven yards for Allen robinson big money offseason signing for the rams who they don't seem to want to use uh so matthew stafford threw the ball 30 48 times um completed 32 32 passes but was sacked seven times for 54 yards uh bringing his uh, overall total to 50 200 yards uh, sorry just 200 yards on the on the day um also through the pick six to Talano Hufanga um <clears throat> late in the game to seal the victory for the 49ers who from their first drive the Rams got the ball first and got a field goal but from that point on, the Niners led the game. Once they scored the touchdown late in the first quarter, Jeff Wilson, a 32-yard rush um, on a really well-designed running play. Um, they never squandered the lead. And while it was, you know, it was touch and go a little bit, and the, the Rams were able to move the ball down the field pretty effectively. They had several long drives in the game, um, but they were just not able to... to to punch it in for touchdowns. Uh, their first drive was, was 14 plays, 54 yards, eight minutes, 12 seconds field goal. Um, later on in the second quarter, uh, early in the second quarter, 10 plays, 54 yards, five minutes, eight seconds field goal. Um, third quarter, uh, 16 plays, 75 yards, seven minutes, 43 seconds field goal. Other than that, they didn't really move the ball very effectively. They only had one longish drive after that. Uh, their uh, fourth quarter drive with um, that effectively ended the game uh, where they ran the had 13 plays for 44 yards but it ended in a fumble 
and that was the end of the end of the game there. Uh, pretty much, they did get the ball back one more time, but ran three plays for 18 yards, and the game ended. Um, look, uh, <clears throat> this defense is has has done a lot now the rams i think are are definitely more offensively deficient this year than they were last year they're missing odell beckham their offensive line is definitely in shambles um outside of cooper cup obviously they don't seem to have a lot of options i mean tyler higby was he caught a lot of passes but um the average um on the on the on the day was only 7.3 yards per carry or per catch his long was only 12 um, and, and the same could be said for Cooper Cup. I mean, it, it seems funny to say that a guy who had 14 catches for 122 yards didn't have a very efficient day or very effective day. Um, he was targeted 19 times, got 14 of them, but 18 was as long. And it seemed that most of those yards were not, I don't, I don't want to use the word empty. I heard somebody say that. I think it was some, somebody on the 49ers talk podcast after the game, um, they weren't empty yards, but the one thing that they did that the Niners did a really good job with that they hadn't done previously, and the, what Cup did to them last year, especially in the NFC Championship game, was it wasn't just the the volume of catches; it was the yards and the yards after catch that he was able to rack up. And he really didn't do that um, on on Monday night against the the Forty ers So credit to Diamador Lenore, who was the main. Um, guy in coverage against him covering in the slot for the 49ers but also Talano Hufanga and um and Deshaun Gibson at safety who kind of helped um over the top and to keep him at him at him at bay because you know for all I care he can catch the ball 45 times um but if you keep everything close if you keep everything um you know catch the ball tackle him immediately don't let him get out in the open field who cares like honestly it doesn't matter he can get his um, he's a good player. He's not gonna. You're not gonna hold him down completely, but keeping him in front of you and putting him in a position to to where you can uh, you can really uh, not allow him to beat you is really the big thing. Um, and so this Niners defense is is no joke. Um, I think the numbers, uh, the the flat numbers definitely say that. Um, but as far as the the sort of underlying metrics. We also get um, a lot of that as well. So if we're looking at Football Outsiders' uh, DVOA numbers so far through four games, now obviously these game, these numbers improve as the season goes along in terms of uh, their validity, so to speak, um, but also how impactful they are. But so far, uh, the Niners have the top defense uh, in the NFL uh, per DVOA. Uh, they have a negative 29.5% uh, total on DVOA. Um, that's just above the bills who are sitting at negative 28%, um, uh, in second place and pretty significantly above Philadelphia who's sitting at 24 point negative 24.8%, uh, Tampa at negative 20.8. Um, and then, uh, Dallas at negative 15.3 rounds out the top five. Um, but the Niners have done it on, you know, really effectively in, in both sides of, of the ball. Um, they're number one overall, they're number four against the pass, negative 26.7. Um, only uh, Philadelphia, uh, excuse me, Buffalo, Philadelphia, and Tampa Bay better against the pass. Nobody's better than them against the rush, and it's frankly n- not particularly close. Uh, they're the top run defense per this metric, negative uh, 33.3. Second place is Indianapolis, who's negative 28.4, so a pretty significant gap there. Um, 
and they they've just they've just been real good uh, <laughs> on defense. The numbers just just tell us so much. And um, you know, if you, if you look at, at at those numbers, that just tells us that they have been effective. And it doesn't it doesn't seem to matter who they're playing yet so far. Now, there's some again some things to look at when you're thinking about week one and the impact that that had. And um, but even that, like the scoring is not as much a factor in, in this. They were still putting the clamps on the bears. The bears just got some fortuitous opportunities with some, um, some short fields and some, uh, you know, fortunate plays and that sort of thing at the right time. Um, but by and large, their, their sort of counting stats don't look really great there either. Um, now in terms of overall DVOA, the 49ers sit in seventh, um, as a team, 19.2%, the bills, our number one in the NFL, 42.1, and Philadelphia second with 38.2. And a very pretty wide gap, Baltimore sitting at 30.1. Jacksonville in fourth. Jacksonville, yeah, uh, 20.2. Tampa Tampa Bay at 20. Um, and then Dallas at 19.6, right above the 49ers. Um, of course, most of those teams uh, are sitting at either 4-0, 3-1, or 2-2. Um, as you would expect in that particular case. Um, so obviously the 49ers defense has been strong, uh, first in the NFL per DVOA, but it's really their offense that's their offense and the, and the special teams a little bit that's bringing them down uh, at this particular uh, case. Their offense is sitting at 21st in the NFL per DVOA. They have a negative offensive DVOA, which is not good, not where you want to be, because obviously you want your defensive number to be negative because that means you're having a negative impact on your opponent. You want your offensive DVOA to be positive because you want that to be. That's something, a positive impact that you're having. So they're sitting at negative 7.4, 21st in the NFL. Um, so obviously the room to grow there. Um, their special teams DVOA is 28th, negative 2.9%, but there's not a massive variance there. Baltimore's first 9.7%. I'm sure having the best kicker in the NFL probably helps in that regard. Um, but the Niners are about where they should be in terms of estimated wins for DVOA. 2.4 is their estimated wins. And obviously that's hard to, to do a lot with at this point um, with only four games. Um, Cause that means they could, they should probably have at least maybe another win, but it's sort of hard to tell. Um, but it, the, what, all that means is that defensively, the numbers are, are fantastic and we can, we can talk about the counting numbers. We can talk about the, any of the things you want to, you want to talk about. Um, but it means that there is not, um, there's some work to do on offense. And um, we're going to get into that a little bit more in terms of what this, this game showed us about the offense. But before we do that, let's go ahead and uh, take a quick break. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, we're back. Um, so... The defense for this team is good. <laughs> That's underselling it, I think. Um, I think it's nice to see that they're finally uh, starting, hopefully starting to generate some turnovers. Um, there were some missed turnover opportunities. Both Deshaun Gibson and Fred Warner dropped um, some interception opportunities that would have been really great to, to kind of add to the tally because I think that's the one thing that needs to send this defense over the top in terms of like talking about them among amongst the best uh possibly you know if we get into that conversation of is this one of the best defenses ever um if if they continue down this path the one thing that may separate them is whether or not they can create enough turnovers to, to do that and that's going to be tricky uh, so i'm gonna have to keep keep holding onto the ball and, and creating turnovers but anyway um defense is great so the offense as i mentioned um struggling a little bit to start the year now some of that is the fact that they had one quarterback in week one in the pouring down rain he got hurt in week in the first quarter of week number two, brought in a different quarterback, and then that's and then he seemed to be okay in week two, str- really struggled very badly in week three, and came back n- into week four um, with with a good game, um, I think a solid game. Uh, again, I wrote about this on the site, and Grappolo did exactly what he needed to do. Um, he was solid. He was efficient. He didn't make any mistakes, at least not in terms of like turning the ball over. There were a couple of throws that he missed. There was one in particular that I pointed out where, um, it was a a third down in I think three or four and he had an opportunity to, um, wait just, just a, a tick longer than he did, um, for, uh, for a streaking Kyle use check, uh, to come, uh, (laughs) to come open. But instead he, um, he he didn't wait. Um, some of it was was the fact that the pass rush was was coming a little bit faster than I think that he that he expected, and and that wasn't so great. And he uh, he threw it to to Debo, who was forced to <clears throat> to take a, a was only able to pick up a couple of yards and um, put himself in a situation where it it, it didn't quite work out. Um, and that's fine. Um, he missed it. That was early in the third quarter. It was third and five. Um, not not a not a massive big deal, but it is. I, I think over overall, what it was it what it tells us is that Jimmy Garoppolo continues to be Jimmy Garoppolo. He is what he is, and um, that was one thing that we were looking forward to with with Trey Lance is that 
hopefully what what Jimmy is able to provide most of the time Lance would kind of find that as like his his floor and his starting point and he may still yet get there but it'll obviously be much later in the future um right on down the road into next year but for now we have what we have um and as i said in that that piece that i wrote for the site if this is the Jimmy Garoppolo that we get again not spectacular he did he did fine like his numbers were were okay 16 to 27 239 yards a touchdown was not sacked um had a 100.7 quarterback rating um didn't really have the normal high level uh rushing game from his uh running backs that you're used to with this team jeff wilson carried the ball 18 times for 74 yards and they didn't really do anything else outside of that one carry for kyle Yuschek for nine yards two carries for Debo samuel for two yards um and the passing game was really their main form of offense but as you can tell they didn't run a lot of plays um they didn't they didn't need to their defense was 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 getting the job done and you know while they ended up with 327 total yards of offense um it was one of those interesting games where neither where the rams ran a lot more plays than the 49ers did um it was it was pretty well uh unbalanced in in, in that regard the niners had 50 offensive plays the rams had 74 um so kind of kind of strange you don't you don't see that very often um, often you would think that the team running 74 offensive plays would have the ball more, but some of that was the long drives, um, that we talked about earlier that the, that the Rams were able to pull off. And then the Niners defense was able to hold them to field goals, which is really important. Um, so it was efficient. It was job done. It was get the ball to the skill position players. It was, you know, feed Debo Samuel who had a great game, um, you know, six catches, 115 yards, and just one of the most spectacular touchdown catch and runs um, <laughs> that you've seen in a while in a long time. If you haven't seen it, first of all, why not? Um, but you know, even if you want to just experience it again, go. You know, now's your time. Um, Brandon Ayuk had a solid game, four catches, 37 yards. He's seems like he's open all the time, and hopefully, um, Garoppolo can find him more. George Kittle still kind of finding his way a little bit. Uh, two catches uh on four targets 24 yards did miss an opportunity to score a touchdown late in the game uh Garoppolo probably made his best throw of the day finding him in the back of the end zone Kittle just quite couldn't quite get the second uh foot down um so something to watch out for there Georgie um Juwan Jennings two catches 22 yards one for Raymond McLeod for six yards Ross Dwelly and Charlie Warner also uh were targeted um the Warner one was a another missed opportunity, I think, where Garoppolo just he misses that wheel route so often it's so frustrating. Um, but he missed it again to Warner, who was wide open and probably would continue to be running at this moment. Uh, obviously not, but you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, so if this defense can continue can continue to stay healthy um, and continue to add pieces as they get pl- players healthier, you know, um, Javon Kinlaw didn't play in this game. Um, Hopefully he'll be okay, okay and ready to move forward. Eric Armstead did play, but ended up leaving the game later in the in the contest. Um, so hopefully that's not a long term issue. But it looks like Jimmy Ward is on his way back um, in some capacity. Whether or not he'll be ready to play against the Panthers remains to be seen. Uh, Jason Verrett is on his way back. Um, I don't know what his role is on this team. To be honest with you, uh, Emmanuel Mosley, Charvarius Ward, uh, Diamador Lenora, Samuel Womack, even before that. Um, the, the secondary, especially the cornerback room seems to be in pretty good shape. So I don't know, I don't know what you do 
with with Jason Verrett. Um, he, does he wanna? Is he feel comfortable coming back? And he's the fourth, the fourth cornerback on this team. You know, the first guy off the bench in case any of these guys get hurt. But at the same time, is that a a thought to the future when you have somebody like Ambry Thomas who's on this team but isn't getting any defensive reps yet? But would he benefit from the opportunity to get out there if the if the the opportunity came along? I I, I don't know. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they decide to do with Jason Brett. He may not come back immediately. Who knows? Same with Ward. But um, you know, this team is going to get better on defense. All that means is that, as I've said, as I've said, if if this is the the offense that we get, you know, they what did they score? Um, on their own, they scored thirteen points. Right? Is that is that right? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, seventeen points. <laughs> I can't do math. Uh, seventeen points on their own. That's not bad, you know. Seventeen, like I said, seventeen to twenty points when your defense is is allowing under ten will obviously get the job done, especially if the defense can score, you know, once every other, every couple of games itself, that will help. But, you know, and I think there will be opportunities. There will be matchups that will work better for this team. I I, I mean, we talked about it last week, as frustrating as, as the Denver loss was, some of that was just this offense didn't match up well with that Denver defense, which is, is a solid group. Um, but the other, you know, in this particular case, the Rams, while they have some pieces on defense, they're just, they're not as strong a defensive team um, in that regard. And so it, it makes sense that the Niners struggled a little bit against um, that Denver defense with that pass rush and some of their secondary players and that sort of thing. But it also makes sense that they were able to get it together a little bit more against the Rams, who are not as strong defensively, even though they have Aaron Donald, they have Jalen Ramsey and kind of Bobby Wagner. Um, but they, they, they're they not as cohesive a unit as, as Denver is. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see as they continue on in this year, like what the impact of those things will be um, for, the, for the 49ers. And if the offense, again, if the offense maintains a sort of slightly above middle of the middle of the road. I think they want to be better than uh 21st uh in DVOA. I think they want to be better than um 27th in points, uh 24th in yards. Uh that's way too close to the bottom and that's going to keep them as a middling team. But if they can get that offense to the point where it's it's scoring, you know, in the 20s in the in the low 20s even a game I think they'll probably be in good shape. The the yards not really that that concerned with that. Um, you know they're going to be okay in that regard. And um, the one thing that you have to look at is uh, when Garoppolo has struggled, they've always been able to lean on a run game, and that has been a little bit of a struggle so far this year, um, save for the game against Seattle. It's been a struggle. It was a struggle on Monday. Um, you know, they didn't even they didn't even eclipse a hundred rushing yards. They didn't even eclipse ninety rushing yards. Um, two straight weeks without hitting ninety after they ran for uh, one seventy six and one eighty nine against the uh, the Bears and the Seahawks in consecutive weeks. Again, part of the Denver thing, I think, is a 
is a tough matchup on defense, and the and the Rams I think are better against the the run than they are against the pass. But they're gonna have to figure that out and um, do better uh, as they move along. But um, again, I think that the tale of this game is obviously the the Niners' defense is is getting better. It feels like by the week, and they were really good in week number one. Um, I haven't even mentioned Nick Bosa's name, who had two sacks. Um, the told, whole defense had seven. Uh, the defensive line had six, and Diamandor Lenore had one, um, which is awesome. Uh, Sam, uh, Samson Ebicom had two as well. Um, uh, Charles Menehue had another, and Son Ridgeway had the had the sixth for the the defensive line. Um, Bosa's up to six in four games. So he's well on his way. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe breaking that all-time or that single-season record. Maybe he's certainly got to be amongst the top tops in terms of conversations for defensive play of the year through four weeks. Um, yeah, but and then you have a guy like Talano Hufanga who's breaking out. Had that massive play uh, to get the pick six. It's four four years in a row, by the way, that the Niners have have uh, picked off a Rams quarterback and taken it back uh, for a pick six. Um, two years uh, with Jared Goff. I think it was Jared Goff was uh, Warner and uh, Javon Kinlaw, which is still probably my favorite. Um, and then it was Jimmy Ward last year, and then now Talano Hufanga this year. So that's pretty awesome. Um, so seems like you can just mark that one in the book. Um, but yeah, he's having a breakout year. Uh, Warner continues to be Warner. Dre Greenlaw had a great game. Uh, led the team in tackles. Um, seemed like he was everywhere. They just have players all along on all three levels. You know, the last couple of years, it's been defensive line is really great. The linebackers are really great in the secondary yeah, who kind of suspect, but you know, Mooney Ward has made all the difference over there. He's, he's a true lockdown guy. And then Emmanuel Mosley has been fantastic opposite him. Um, Sam Womack was doing pretty well as the slot cornerback, but Diamador Lenore seems to have taken over that spot. Again, he played very well on Monday night and, um, I know we've talked a lot about this defense, but this is this is the key. If this team wants to contend, if this team wants to make it to the playoffs and make a run of the playoffs, the defense has got to run run the show, and the offense has just got to be good enough. And, um, you know, frankly, I, I think if... The, for one, they've already shown that that can be a formula for success. That was, in many ways, the formula for success in 2019 when they went to the Super Bowl and had a chance to win it and and were in a good place uh, to possibly win it. And if they want to relive that, if they want to try that again, well, that's what they're going to have to do. That's the place to go um, is to make that work. They don't have a game changer at quarterback or a potential game changer at quarterback. They have game changers at skill position players. You know, they're uh, one of the top wide receiver pairings in the league. And then, if they can figure out how to make George Kittle, George Kittle again, and really get him involved in the game, that would be just fantastic. But um, again, sort of a slow start with him being out the first couple of weeks, and hopefully he'll be getting his legs under him here pretty soon and start having a bigger impact. But um, yeah, I feel encouraged, um, which is strange considering where I was at this point last week. Um, very sort of downtrodden about the fact that the Niners didn't look like they were on their way to anything. Um, but yeah, two and two is a lot better than one and three and being in first place in the division, even if it is at two and two and only by a technicality. Hey, if you get to the end of the year and you're, you can't be 
at 500. But if you were at nine and eight and you won the, and everybody was at nine and eight in the division and you won it by technicality, guess what? You're in. And you're the number four seed because <laughs> you won the division. So all is well. Um, I don't think that's going to happen, but it could. Um, I, I guess it's, it's within the, the realm of possibility, but I think this team is probably better than a nine and eight team. I don't know where, what the, the future of that, there might be something else to look at and be able to predict the rest of the season. But I think there's double digit wins in this team if they can keep this up, but it's, it's all going to come down to a, the health of the defense. Cause if they're healthy, they're going to be great. I have no doubt about that. And then whether or not the offense can just keep up just a little bit, they don't have to be great. They have to be middle of the league maybe slightly above that you know upper half of the league and they and they should be good to go and um i think this week is the blueprint this game against the rams is the blueprint for what this team needs to look like jimmy garoppolo needs to be solid uh, the skill position players need to have one or two guys willing to step up um in this case it was mostly debo samuel but you know solid enough rushing att- rushing game from from jeff wilson especially on his touchdown run that makes all the difference there and then some spectacular plays from the defense and they're in business so all right well we will be back later in the week to do a preview of the carolina panthers game but until then uh thanks for listening to this episode of the niner noise podcast part of the fan-sided podcast network as always check out ninernoise.com for all your latest 49ers news and analysis and be sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen and of course, share it with all your fellow 49er fan friends. So until then, until next time, let's sound the horn, 49ers. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.